This is Ren B from the Gag Chain Gang, and you listen to the Escape Pod Cast. This episode is recorded for live Twitch audience all across this massively unexplored galaxy found far, far away. Take it away, guys. One is a Grand Arena specialist from the UK. The other is a territory battle tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast, a service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's episode of the Escape Pod Cast. One Mothma is coming to the game and she's bringing a friend. Ah, uh, yeah, they're starting to get some unhappy, and actually, I'm not opposed to this. I called this one. Yeah, and she does look like someone, at least her character model does, but I just can't target her. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We will break down her kit and discuss possible uses in our first segment. And in our second segment, we will look at the changes to Scarif Rebel Pathfinder. And GAC is back with some new feats. I know how much you like those. Yeah, but at Division 1, people rarely ever leave you fluff teams to be able to accomplish them. The Y-Wing is now farmable. I know you like ships. And the location is perfect. Is it the new best hard node in the game? And of course, out of nowhere, we get Tier 3 in Assault Battles, but nobody gets a chance to take a turn at it. Well, one person that will get a turn is Deadpool Kyle, which is our scheduled guest this week. We'll be able to talk to him about his involvement with the GAC Chain Gang and also the Wednesday crew. And we will also draw a winner in his 50 bucks Relic and Zeta giveaway he pledged to our push to 1K. And of course, Patreon's choice in our fourth segment with all the frivolity of past weeks. All this and breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod cast. Escape Podcast News. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to week 76 of the Escape Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Andre, and as always, joined by my hetero life partner to my left or your right, depending on your point of view. It's Paul Anthony. Paul, how are you doing, buddy? I am doing well, Neil. Um, we are still uh, in our push. To, uh, we're, we're we're still doing stuff for our push to one k. Um, ex- very excited to be doing much more stuff. That that's that picture back there is way too bright for for those who are uh, tuning in on the on the Twitch version. And I apologize. Let me let me make sure I turn that down so that's uh, not totally. Interfering with my beautiful voice is the word. Those are the words you're looking for. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you very much, Cascade, for the hundred bits to start us out. Schnarman came through with a thousand. coming in with a big one thousand. King of the millennial fulcrum right now, (laughs) Mister Shaman. You are the captain of the ship. Right. Okay. So, what a good week! It was a pretty good week. You know, week. Lots of fun stuff happened. Um, you know, 
you got your GAC back, as we mentioned. Yay. Um, yeah, we we ended up getting a character reveal and then a then a patch that uh, or not 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 much as much of a patch, but a game update. Yeah. So love 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 being showed for the original trilogy characters this month. Absolutely loving it. And not just original trilogy characters. I, I mean, yes. That is true that they're all in the original trilogy, but they're in other ones that people who weren't born into Star Wars, uh, people that are much younger than the two of us, go, oh, she was also in this. Well, well I've, yeah. I've already told you the next time that they submit the um, the monkey survey things for the uh, the next CG Q&A, I will be asking the question of the art department, who? Did they model this Mon Mothma on? Was it the actress that played Mon Mothma in Return of the Jedi? Or was it Mon Mothma who was portrayed by a different actress in Rogue One? I'm very curious to know who they modeled this version of Mon Mothma of. Maybe well, they took I it from tell a comic book they, for all I know. I could tell you who they modeled it after. Sharon Osborne. Yeah, you keep thinking that she's, she looks like Sharon Osborne. She absolutely looks like Sharon Osborne. If she had some, you know, if she had some, you know, freakish colors, you know, flecked into her hair, then I would, I would agree with you there. But, you know, she looks so regal. Uh, to, to me, to me, it's Princess Diana if she were a brunette. It's Lady Diana Spencer with a brunette wig on, as far as I'm uh, concerned. She uh, does. She looks like Diana. But uh, Dickie Darkside in our chat says that he was disappointed that it wasn't Mon Mothra. Um, yeah, I don't think you're going to see that. In the, 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 there will be no more Mon Mothra. I don't know. They could make a Monsterverse game, but it'd be pretty boring because there's only a dozen or so monsters. So... It'd be a pretty short game. They'd release them all, and then that'd be it. But uh, oh. yeah, I do think I, you know, now that we're trying to figure out who she looks like, yeah, I think she looks like the former Princess of Wales, Lady Diana, with a brunette. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, no. So love for her. Obviously, she's fast on the heels of. Um, Chupio, um, who was fast on the heels of Jedi Knight Luke. So yeah, it's 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 nice to see some love for the original trilogy characters. Um, I know people are going to be like, "Where's the love for the Empire?" But hey, Vader just got his big update. So yeah, I think, I think we're set. I think we're set. You know? That's very true. Vader did get the did, did get an update before we got uh, uh, Chupio. Chupio, yeah. Before we got uh, Sharon Osbourne, um, Mon Mothra, Ma Mothma. And to be honest with you, I think that the Empire is probably the, the Empire probably is going to get a little bit more love when they start throwing us more um, Empire related characters from Mando. So the Empire, you know, Empire will get some, you know, will get some love from uh, uh, from from the Mandalorian. I definitely think that. Be nice to get a five uh, O first in there. Be nice to get. Uh, be nice to get the uh, the Flame Trooper and uh, the um, a couple of the other ones. Um, you know, Mean Scout Trooper. I mean, Mo Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon uh, I, is what yeah. we what we need. Yeah, I, I think we'll get. I think we'll get Moff Gideon, and I think we'll get. I'm, I'm hoping that we'll get a 501st Stormtrooper, 
a flame trooper and a scout trooper. So I, I'd like to think that we're going to get at least because we will get a quill and we will get an IG-11 at some point. Um, and I think it'd be nice to compliment Moff Gideon with a couple of Empire characters from the TV show as well. So it'd be nice to see a scout trooper in there. It'd be nice to see the flame trooper and it'd be nice to see just another stormtrooper with a 501st tag on it. <laughs> Tilo Mad 92 in our Twitch chat says he wants to know if we're going to get our Bail Organa now. Um, I think it would be, uh, I think it would be very, very useful to have him. Um, it would be very, very useful to have him. Uh, <coughs> plus they could, they could toss him in there. <coughs> they could toss him in there with, uh, with his ship as well. They could toss him in there with his ship. Uh, another rebel, uh, um, another capital ship will be, uh, although, you know, he could be the first, he could be a capital ship with dual purpose because you could have him as old Republic and rebellion. You could, you could have a rebel tag. You could have a capital ship. How cool would that be? A capital ship with a rebel tag and with a galactic Republic tag. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet because you could use him for like leftover fleets, left, leftover ships. And um, right. so uh, he would go well. <laughs> it's some some of you, uh, some of you know. Um, if this is not your first rodeo, you do know that in our push to one thousand subscribers on YouTube, we said that uh, Neil would cut his hair if he gets to that. Uh, if we get to that point, and uh, Lama's disappointed because. She thought you meant your long hair on the top of your head, not the fact that you're now bald. Clean shaven. Yeah, no, clean I'm, doing shaven. It in, I'm doing it in phases. You see, going from the nose down is easy. That was easy. That was a part. But I, I need to get my hair done by, uh, you know, I'll, I'll need to get my hair bundled and cut and saved by um, a proper hairdresser. And I just not, have not had the ability to do that. This, this weekend just gone... I was doing a car boot sale, sorry, car boot sale, garage sale all weekend. And uh, I, I figured I'd try and get it done during the week. But unfortunately, during the week, I've had to take care of my niece and my mum because my mum bruised some ribs and my niece was sick, so she couldn't go to school. So, yeah, it's just been the last seven days have just been um, it's, it's not been practical to, to make the necessary appointment to get my hair done. Uh, I'm All quite right. anxious to get it done myself because um, then you'll so see it's sure gonna I'm going to put a beanie on. It's still going to happen. Oh, it's still going to happen. Yeah, it, it, it'll definitely happen. I mean, I could show you a photograph. I could, in fact, I'll bring the photograph up on my phone. I'll show you. What, I'll show you how awesome I'm going to look with short hair. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll save that for during the uh, DPK segment mm -hmm. uh, coming up because we're going to be talking to Deadpool Kyle uh, of the of the GAC Chain Gang Reserves and uh, the Wednesday Crew. We'll be talking to him mm -hmm. coming up here in our incoming transmission. Let's get in. Yeah, to let's, get, let's get into more Mothra. Mom <laughs> All right. So uh, CG Crom posted. On uh, July twenty first, um, at eight eighteen p.m. According to this, so you know, honestly, it was three eighteen p.m. Um, Central Time. Mon Mothma, the Chancellor of the Alliance to Restore the Republic, is arriving on the Hollow Tables. You know that it's kind of funny. People totally uh, 
sometimes forget that this is honestly a hollow table simulation and not necessarily the fact that you know it's this has to be by by 100 canon no this is a game you're playing in a cantina owned by the huts yeah Um, so, yeah, I mean, for, for all intents and purposes, you could say that, you know, we are virtually contributing to um, to the black market. We are. Yeah, we're all contributing to the black market. <laughs> <clears throat> Mon Mothma's leadership and fearlessness propelled her to the top of the Empire's most wanted list and served as an inspiration to all members of the Rebellion, ever mindful of the consequences of war, but always willing to stand for justice. Mon Mothma is a welcome addition to a rebel squad as she uses the field promotion ability to summon increasingly stronger rebel units to battle. Thankfully, many Bothans don't have to die for you to add Mon Mothma to your band of rebels. You can obtain this rebel non-combatant leader by completing the new marquee event, the Alliance Chancellor. This that's, is how that's, they a, that's a grammatical error there, by the way. What's that? Well, Manny should be a capital M, and it shouldn't be Manny Bothans don't have to die for you. It should be Manny Bothans didn't or doesn't have to die for you. No. Yeah, it's a grammatical error. Maybe in your Queen's English, but no, it makes sense in American it's English. A grammatical error. It's a major grammatical error. Are we going to bicker no over this? Are we going to bicker over this? Okay, or are we gonna... okay, keep going. I'm just pointing out that, you know, there's a major grammatical error there. That's all. Mon Mothma is a non-combatant rebel support that summons a rebel trooper to assist in battle. While she can't deal damage directly, she uses her influence on the battlefield to rally more troops to the rebel cause. Her abilities provide plenty of survivability for the team during long battles with recovery and a resummonable attacker. The rebel trooper's role is a primary damage dealer, but he also provides some utility by dispelling enemies with his basic attack. So, looking at this, her abilities provide plenty of survivability for the team during long battles. Mm-hmm. So, that's instantly saying to me, light side Geonosis territory, uh, territory battle. Mm-hmm. Um, with recovery. But, in my mind, she's going to have to somehow... Um, <laughs> she's going to have to live past the first volley. Yeah, I'm going to say that much. That and the surrounding team is going to have to live past this first volley. Uh, the rally mechanic provides the same bonuses as Resistance Hero Finn's kit. So, Rebels finally get rally. Yeah, good. Uh, the most unique part of the kit is the upgradable Rebel Trooper. Mon Mothma first summons a Rebel Trooper to the battlefield and then can p- promote that unit to a Rebel Officer and eventually a Rebel Commander. Once again, in my mind, in Light Side Geonosis Territory Battle, he's going to have to live past that first thing to even be able to be promoted. Promoting uh, the trooper gives the kit more uh, new abilities and additional effects. In conjunction, they're also going to be introducing a new faction tag called Rebel Fighter. Similar to Imperial Troops, the tag provides rebels with a loose identity for rebel ground troops. So there's rebel fighters and Imperial Troopers. Who is a rebel fighter? I'm skipping down to the bottom here real quick, Neil. 
Baze Malbus, Biggs, Biston, Bodie Rook, Cara Dune, Cassian Andor, Chirrut Imwe, Hoth Rebel Scout and Soldier, Jin Urso, K2SO, Lando, Pow, SRP, and Wedge. So, we get Wedge and Biggs in there. We get everybody from uh, um, everybody from Rogue One. And then we also get uh, um, we also Lando. get Lando in there and the Hoth Bros. And Kara. And Kara. And Kara. Yeah. There's, there's, I mean, the, if, if she does turn out to be as survivable as everybody is hoping she turns out to be, um, oh my God, can you imagine the, um, the nightmare? It, it, it's going to be one of those timeout teams. Which one? Uh, I think Baze, Chira, Cara Dune, one other with Mon Mothma. I think it's going cri- to. Th- if, 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 if it's all about the survivability, that I, ju- I can just see her being put in with a bunch of rebels and turning term- turning them into a timeout team. Possibly. Now she is the first obtainable player char- uh, player obtainable character that cannot be targeted. You can't even click on her. Very very useful. Does that mean she'll have a health bar? Mm. Does that mean that she will have a health bar? Oh, yeah. She'll still have a health bar. You'll still be able to hit her with AoEs. Just because you can't target her doesn't mean you're not going to be able to hit her. So I can see her being... um, uh, I can see her being taken... Definitely. I can definitely see her being taken out with... um, um, either bounty hunters or the AOE Imperial Troopers, but you're, you're, it's you know in order to in order to defeat her, you're going to need an entire squad with um, uh, you're going to need an entire squad with uh, AOEs. Yeah. Well, Mon Mothma, um, their inspiration, Mon Mothma's appearances in Return of the Jedi and Rogue One. But they see the most of her in Rebels. She takes up a weapon. She never takes up a weapon in any of these moments, but she's constantly uh, leading. They also wanted to do another summoner for a while, and Mon Mothma was a good as fit as any for a non-combatant that can bring in reinforcements. The icons that uh, showing your le- uh, Re- Rebel Trooper are based on the rank insignia, Used by the Rebel Alliance, most notably in uh, in Empire and Jedi. Mm-hmm. Their strategy that they recommend is a squad with Mon Mothma at the helm can weather a long fight and combine with their high number of attacks. The squad can be effective against Geonosis Republic offensive territory battles. So they're saying once again that in addition to Chewie uh, or Chupio. Mon Mothma is another uh, is another one. Uh, the high number of attacks, even if dealing a only a small amount of damage, can remove stacks of droid battalion very quickly. This is very true. You only have to hit for it to make it, to make a droid stack go away. Mon Mothma can create a solid second rebel team to use in modes that require multiple squads. Grand Arena. 
If the first ability that's used during the turn does not deal damage, her leader ability allows the assisting allies to deal more damage. Oh, nice. Any interaction that causes the unit to not deal damage, such as evasion or damage immunity, will reduce the 90% damage penalty for an assisting 45. So, does that mean foresight, you miss, and then everybody hits? We're not going to know until it's fully tested. Yeah. Mon Mothma's special one, Restore Republic, revives a rebel fighter. You keep talking, I'll be right back. I'm terribly sorry. Yep. Mon Mothma's special one, Restore Republic, revives a rebel fighter and applies rally. But the challenge can be capitalizing on both parts optimally. You'll have to weigh the usefulness of rally against when you're going to want the revive. So um, don't forget that Chewie can also revive if somebody else is revived at the same time. Hellenic says, I bet five cents that Mon Mothma, him and his nickels, that Mon Mothma breaks something upon her release. Who's willing to take take me up on the bet? <laughs> Dr. Feelgood says, Plague might be her vein. Very interesting. Um, Dagger, Dagger's, for the first time I've ever seen him excited about territory battle characters. And, uh, um, you know, Hellenics is worried that there's going to be a lopsided Rebels uh, roster again, just like when Hoth was first released. Their squad suggestion is Wedge Antilles, Chirrut, Pow, and Cara Dune. Now, they said, while this combination seems odd, it's very intentionally chosen. Wedge is going to be the primary damage source. Chirrut will bring a cleanse to make sure that B1's Commander Basic, which applies days, can't be resist. Um, uh, which uh, can't be resisted, doesn't shut down Mon Mothma's leader ability. Pow, being the engine, using his, using his shout every turn and taking almost as many turns as the rest of his allies combined, and Kara provides a consistent taunt to pre uh, protect allies while also bringing some good damage and a powerful turn meter reduction effect on a two-turn cooldown. Hoth Rebel Scout can replace Pow, but the squad's performance is a lot less reliable with him than it is Pow, and K2SO can replace Kara Dune, though the squad will lose a bit of survivability due to Kara's higher max health and protection values being shared with everyone. And so we, we covered the uh, we covered the Rebel Fighter tag. Um, and then they also noted that they're going to be making some changes to Scarif Rebel Pathfinder to allow the squad to have its own unique strategies because it caused a nearly infinite loop when combined with the turn meter that was gained from Scarif Rebel Pathfinder's ability, Dig In. Now I'm going to bring that up. And... So what it used to say is deal physical damage to a target enemy with 70% chance to gain offense up for two turns and all other allies then gained 15% turn meter. It now is deal the physical damage to target enemy and then definitely gain offense up for two turns. They no longer have the 70% chance. And then instead of gaining turn meter, it grants accuracy up for two turns to a random ally who does not have it. So, um, 
their the uh, their ex- explanation in this case was while they're maintaining his core identity as a reviving rebel tank the turn meter gain from his basic is a useful part of his kit the addition of accuracy up and guaranteed offense up to help mitigate some of these changes and provide utility in the new squad especially in the republic offensive territory battle where droidicas have higher evasion However, it may change the overall value of the character for some players, and therefore they did refund all ability materials used to upgrade that basic ability. So. Yep. Let's see uh, what, uh, what you guys are saying here. Ray Rock is saying, pow, 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 wow. <laughs> um, and Dagger thinks that they have no idea who will actually be best with her. So, interesting, interesting on that. Since uh, Neil has stepped away, I'm going to take over what uh, his part of this first segment was at first. Um, and uh, let's talk about his kit real quick. Uh, she is a light side. She's a light side. She's a support and she is a rebel, which also is a leader. So uh, her basic is advocate for peace, dispel all debuffs on the weakest rebel ally. Rebel allies recover 6% health and protection. That's simply it. That is the, uh, that is 100% what it is now you see that sure it is attacking because of his ability uh restore our republic is her first special i'm just going over the kit yeah i carried on here um uh so where, so where, where, where are we up to special where are we up to uh i just uh, i just covered her basic just now i'm in the kit okay. itself okay. special one restore our republic with a cooldown of five that's uh revive a random rebel fighter ally with 40 percent health and protection all rebel allies have their current health percentages equalized so she does kind of a barris there then rally mon mothma and all rebel fighter allies And then rally, of course, uh, tanks gain taunt and critical hit immunity for two turns. The attackers will assist and healers and supports will restore 15% health and protection uh, to their allies. Oh, yeah, that's good. So do you want to take over? At special yeah, I'll two? take over. So um, special two field promotion with a cooldown of five. Final text, summon a rebel trooper. If a rebel trooper is already present, they are promoted to a rebel officer. If they were already a rebel officer, they are promoted to a rebel commander. Mm. If they were already a rebel commander... Dispel all debuffs on them. They recover 25% health and protection and reduce the cooldowns of Mon Mothma, Mon Mothma and all rebel fighter allies by one. So, pretty sweet. <clears throat> this ability can only be used if all allies are rebel at the start of the battle. So, yeah. Yeah, so the... the, the, the 
special too becomes moot if the entire field is not rebel at the start of battle. So if yeah. your if your side of the card is not all yeah, is so all kind rebel, of, that kind is of locks true. in the rebels. So let's move on to her leader, Zeta, Alliance Chancellor, which does require a Zeta. So just just so just to point out, you cannot use her use you cannot summon you cannot do that unique summon ability if it's not all rebels. If it's not all rebels, yeah, it's locked. The uh, the um, special special two, the field promotion is locked. Um, it's absolutely worthless if it's you locks use out unless you use all rebels. Yeah, yeah, but you could still use her in a. Uh, um, you could still use these the first two abilities. So, um, restore a republic. You can honestly use this um, to equalize health for uh, uh, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren if you wanted. Yeah, but it'd be pointless, wouldn't it? Well, if you're if you're going for that hundred percent raid thing. Um, yeah, they, they've made they've made this character to work with other rebels so that it's good in GOTB. Um, yeah. So, so, so if, if you're making a team that's survivable in GOTB, you want to go with that team. You definitely want to go with that team. Like I said, if you go with the health and support characters with maybe a you know with maybe one attacker in there, um, it's going to be an absolute nightmare of a timeout team. If you want to use it for offense, just put her in with all offense and just watch the assists kick in. You know, one after the other after the other. So yeah. Pyronelli asks uh, one, and we'll answer this at the end on the useful scale: one being not useful ever to ten being super useful. What is this new character? We'll rate that at the very end of the kit. Uh, uh, kit read here yeah so late leader a uh, final text at the start of battle if my mother is in the leader slot she and all rebel fighter allies gain eight percent of their combined base max health max protection offense defense potency and tenacity so, a little bit uh, a little bit closer to the mic neil hmm? a little bit closer to the mic you were a little low hello there ladies <laughs> okay so mon mothma and rebel fire allies have a 100 percent chance to assist each other whenever they use an ability during their turn so that's uh, very very much like the um akbar one the akbar mm -hmm. special and the rebel fighter allies too mm -hmm. deals 90 percent less damage limit of once per turn per ally so you really want that damage up there um, but as we as you said earlier on it, it doesn't really matter regarding the um the stacked droids because the amount of damage is irrelevant uh it's how many times you do damage that get rid of the stacks if that ability dealt no damage the damage penalty is reduced by 45 percent less damage and that ally dispels all debuffs on the healthiest rebel ally that's pretty good so if the ability doesn't actually deal any damage um it's going to debuff de debuff um the healthiest uh, rebel ally. That's pretty decent. Okay, unique one. Azata again. This is our rebellion. Mon Mothma has plus 50 speed. Oh, that's nice. Mon Mothma can't be targeted and is immune to taunt effects. If there are no other allied combatants at the start of a turn, Mon Mothma escapes from battle, which is what we'd expect to happen anyway. Yeah, and so she heals she cre she does that and then she'll call everybody else from what i understand 
Yeah. If, if she basically heals, since it didn't do damage to somebody she targeted, it basically allows her to target people past taunt on her turn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, unique two, Rebel Trooper. Light side, attacker, rebel, rebel fighter. That's just it. It just says that. Final text. <laughs> so, basic rebel bravado. Dispel all buffs on target enemy and deal physical damage. If this unit has been promoted to officer or commando, inflict, inflict days for one turn. Special rebel morale cooldown of four. Rebel allies gain defense penetration up for two turns. That's decent. If this unit has been promoted to commander, it will rally all rebel fighter allies. This ability can only be used if rebel trooper has been promoted to officer or commander, though. Unique one rebel bet rebellion tactics. Monmotha and rebel fighter allies have plus 15% crit damage and plus 30% tenacity. If this unit has been promoted to commander, these bonuses are tripled. Plus forty five crit damage. If they're if they're commanding nearly one hundred yeah. oh my god. Ne- I mean plus ninety percent tenacity. Oh my god, you're not landing debuffs on them. If he's <laughs> if he's promoted to a commander. And the last one, unique two summoned. This unit's stats scale with the summoner's stats, so if she's a relic seven, yeah. <laughs> What you summon is going to be buff. This unit can only be summoned to the ally slot if it's available. This unit can't be summoned in raids. This unit can't be revived if an effect counts defeated. Uh, uh, if an effect counts defeated units, this yeah. unit doesn't count. Okay. Uh, when there are no other allied combatants, this unit escapes from battle. A unit can't be revived if this summoned unit exists in their slot. So unlike with the GBA, um, if you're down to the GBA, uh, uh, if you're down to the GBA and the Brood, um, they'll remain on the board. But with this one, if Mon Mothma and the Rebel Trooper, what? I can't. I'm saying it's hard to hear you. All right. Really? I'm speaking yeah. right into my mind. I, I, it can't be. I'm, I'm, I don't think. Not me. Honestly, I'm still touching the red. <laughs> okay. I'm touching the red. Honestly, it's just the tip. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, unlike, obviously, unlike other summoning ones, uh, it, it looks like we, um, we lose them all if they're the only two left on the board. So that could pose a slight disadvantage. Uh, if she does not make the squad as survivable as you kind of hope she makes them. So having yeah. a Relic 7 Mon Mothma and a comparable Rebel Trooper, which would effectively be, you know, Gear 13, Relic 7, it's not going to make a halfpenny bit of difference if they're the last two on the board. So, one, 1 to 10, what are you thinking that this is? Now, saying that, remember that everybody that is um everybody that has um is talking about these kits has not hand or has not had a single finger on any of these kits so we're just pulling our thoughts out of our asses Mm -hmm. and and there is no telling without actually getting our hands on it what it would be. But from your observation, what do you think it is? I think it's going to be, um, I think it's likely to be an eight in GOTB because of the, the multiple hits. So it's going to be good against droids in GOTB. And I would put it as maybe um, a five and a five. 
currently because we don't know just how effective she and the summoned rebel trooper is regarding defense and offense in um, pvp yeah i don't so think you're gonna see her in squad arena don't think you're gonna see her in squad arena at all i think you know but you are definitely gonna see her in um uh, you are definitely gonna see her in uh, GAC ter- and Territory Wars. I'd be very, very curious to know uh, what her ability would be like with a JKL. Yeah, for me, what I'm thinking is that for Territory Battles, she's actually going to be a 9. The reason I don't give it a 10 is because we still don't have the full squad, if you will, that would make up the this great team that can even survive pretty much the first wave without being you know without without being inflated as they are and it's already tough to get there in the first place Mm. i meant Uh, cll csl sorry not jkl (laughs) yeah and i think honestly this is going to be about a six in grand arena for those that get her early she's gonna trip people up for those that get her late by then we'll have more pieces around her i'm thinking especially if all of these rebels are pointing towards a galactic legend for rebels Mm, uh, I I I'm, I think that they've put the galactic. I think they've put galactic legends on the back burner. To be honest with you, I don't think that they're they're bringing any of this stuff in with a mind to future galactic legends. Um, but here's also simply, simply because they're making because they're making these new original trilogy characters that they're bringing in really quite good. You know, so good that people don't mind taking them to gear 13 and relicking them um whereas with the gls it's more about here's a bunch of characters that nobody wants to spend time on we'll make them you know gear 13 and relic them in order to get the next gl so well here's another thing that a lot of people aren't uh that a lot of people didn't think of we're going to see galactic challenges come out hopefully fairly soon and maybe that's where she's also really going to shine. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back after these messages right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. This is Micaeus, and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PvP plans and lots, lots more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase, guys. M I K A Y A S 0127. That's M I K A Y A S number 0127. Or hit up Micaeus Mods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem, and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. 
Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pod Castaways. All for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content and also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. Have you been interested in getting items 3D printed but haven't wanted to buy one of those expensive printers? Are you looking for a literally one-of-a-kind tech gift gadget? Evil Genius 3D Printing and Gadgets is your one-stop shop for both of those items. Nerd-owned and Escape Pod approved, put Lenny the Evil Genius to work for you. If you can dream it, he could possibly make it. Contact Lenny at evilgenius3dprinting at gmail.com for more information. That's evilgenius3dprinting at gmail.com. Get something unique in your hands. Hey, I'm Andy Beads. Hey, I'm Danish Wobble. Hey, I'm Ando. Hey, I'm Jake. I'm Bringer Adapt. Jake Johnson TX. I'm Randy 2307. Spartan Easy here. I am Mr. Jacobachi. Star Wars Galaxy of Yeti. I'm Player with Gaming Embers. I'm Lazy Turtle. I'm Mudbub. I mean, come on. They already know me. I'm the bloody co-host. And we are part of the Gak Chain Gang. We are a group of streamers who stream our Grand Arena on Twitch and continue the chain into the next streamer. We have all types of accounts for you to enjoy, from the big wells to the small accounts. But we're all here to provide entertainment and have a good time. The Grand Arena Chain Gang is proud to be part of the Escape Pod Castaways Content Creator Network. Stop by and see them, won't you? The Escape Pod Cast. And welcome back to the second segment. Time to get into some more nitty gritty. All of the other stuff that they added to the game. Oh, there's loads of it. There is, especially that they uh, updated. Uh, they gave us some feet. Yes, they, they gave, gave us, us some feet. feet. So feet. our titles that we can win this time around are TK421, <laughs> Twin, um, and then we could get a lobster trooper icon or we could get a death trooper icon. Right now in the game, let me make sure, let me just double check. Okay, they did put them chronologically. So right now in the game, we have galaxy-wide enforcers defeat six enemy units with Imperial Stormtroopers and their variants. Stormtrooper, Snowtrooper, Death Trooper, Magma Trooper, Short Trooper, and Range Trooper. Then, Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper. 
And then it is a three-on-three battle, and they're saying win the Grand Arena battle using three variants of Imperial Stormtroopers, which we just named. Um, Those two are currently active. So, um, coming up at the end of the week, next week, we're going to have Gain Twant, Gain Twant, Mowage, Mowage is what we brings us together. Uh, gain taunt twenty times in Guandawina, and also sign of things to come. Win a grand arena battle using three clone troopers. That title just stuck out to me, though. Why? Sign of things to come. Uh, what and clone troopers? Yeah, it well, could it, mean it'll, it'll be the bar batch when we eventually get the bar batch. That, that's that, that's true. I mean, it could mean you know the clone troopers eventually become stormtroopers. But if we look into it in the skeptical way, you know, we could see clone troopers. You know, so it, it, you know, just as you said, and as Snarman is pointing out, bad batch. Um, it could also be that uh, could be a hint towards um, galactic challenges that you need to use that you need to do these feats in order to get better rewards from from that. Um, so then we begin on the first. We get uh, win a grand arena battle with Director Krennic and Death Trooper to get the Death Trooper emblem. First Order Fire Team defeat six enemy units with First Order Stormtroopers and their variants Phasma, Executioner, Stormtrooper, First Order, Sith Trooper. So, what team would you want to bring into your battle? Phasma lead. Fox and Sith Trooper. I'm thinking. Oh, none. I don't. I, none, none of my character. None of the. None of the characters that I've got. Uh, I don't have any of those decent gear. So I, so I, I, I won't be. I won't be doing slacker. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably not going to be going. Yeah, I'm probably not going to be going for any of the feats. Uh, it's not so. I, I very, very rarely need to go for the feats in three v three. I'm, I'm usually relatively solid getting Kyber when it comes to three v three. So I, I won't be going for any of the fleets. There was one three v three GAC on one of my accounts where I did need to go for the um, uh, where I did need to go for the fleet ones, but I came up short because of a, a very, very poor match, a poor decision. I put a Chewy solo match in, lost it, and it, you know, it wasn't enough. So, but, but yeah. that was the only time I needed to go for fleets. I needed to get oh. um, the uh, the victory without reinforcements. That's the only that's the only time I've ever really needed feats. I I try and let them happen naturally. If they happen naturally, great. But I, I you're you're the guy that likes the titles and chases. You chase the titles. I I don't care about the titles. I just care about getting Kyber. Well, that's all what? I care about. When you've never tasted Kyber, you know, get good being a non PVP person. When you've never tasted Kyber, at least you can get little souvenirs. You know, I could get the T-shirt that says, you know, I got my ass kicked in a GAC and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. No, you need to No, you, you, you just need to get good. I've done the exact opposite of that, actually. What you just said there. Not, you've not done Kaiba, but you've picked up some T-shirts while trying to get Kaiba. I did the opposite thing once. 
in uh, in England. My, my friends and I, we, we <laughs> my friends and I walked up Mount Snowdon and back down again. Um, but we didn't time it right, and when we got to the bottom, the gift shop was closed, so we couldn't go in and buy our. I climbed, I climbed up Mount Snowdon and back down again, highest peak in the United Kingdom. And it's like, oh come on, let's hurry up and get to the bottom so that we can get our T-shirts to say that we went up and down it, and it was closed. So we climbed up Mount Snowdon, back down, didn't get the T-shirt. So, yeah. <laughs> All better right. timekeeping. So, um. The the twin is actually honestly for twin ion engine, but it still is a fun title just called Twin. Um it's win a fleet arena battle. Any fleet arena, not in Grand Arena, win a fleet arena battle fielding both the Imperial tie and the First Order tie. I've got a finalizer ready to unlock uh to seven stars almost. I may try this. <laughs> yeah, I kind of stopped on my finalizer before. You know, I got I got to four stars, and I just can't be bothered at the moment. When I've got when I've got them to seven stars and a little bit higher gear, maybe I'll go back in. But unless uh, I can go in and hit auto, I don't care. Ben and I can't, uh, can't get it on auto uh, at the moment. Aldous, Aldous Sandfly is calling your bluff, Neil. He says that Ben Nevis is higher. No, no. Ben Nevis is the highest peak in Scotland. Scarfell Pike is the highest peak in England. Snowdon is the highest peak in Scotland, but Snowdon is also the highest peak in the United Kingdom. It's not as tall as Ben Nevis. Ben Nevis is just the tallest peak in Scotland. And of course, you meant that Ben Nevis was in England. Mm-hmm. But um, but uh, yeah no I, I, I what I nearly did the uh, it's called um, it's called the um, three peaks challenge it's something that people in the army do all the time um, and uh, you you do the three peaks one after the other um, after doing Snowden there's no way on God's green earth I would have done that although I was considerably fitter when I was in the army than when I was a civilian I was chunky when I went up Snowden. I'm, like, I'm not showing any photos because I was very, very, very chunky uh, when, too, I did, when I did that. Two non-trinket uh, based here. Um, trained to serve when Grand Arena bails you in three variants of uh, First Order Stormtroopers. So essentially we get that again. Um, and then Space Superiority. Win a fleet battle while fielding three Clone Trooper crewed ships. And then finally, to get TK421. Win a Grand Arena battle with Stormtrooper Han, Luke Skywalker, Farm Boy, and Chewbacca Legendary. So. Okie dokie. Happy days. Uh, all, okay, Aldous, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll settle this. Uh, we'll settle this with two man sack races later on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Llama, for, uh, for your, uh, um, for your resub, by the way, we missed that, uh, during the commercial. So, okay, let's get into the, uh, let's get into the tier three and the Y wing. Okay. So as far as tier three goes, I don't believe I saw a single proof that that is even beatable. 
Well, no, 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 no. Think, all right, okay. So we know that Challenge Tier 1 was geared to Relic 3, and we know that Challenge Tier 2 was geared to Relic 5. We also know that the Theory Crafters... Uh, thank you very much for the big subscribe, Mustang Groot. Uh, we also know that the... Um, the uh, relative easiness of doing challenge tier one and challenge tier two without those mm, kind of like pre-made requirements the pre you know the gift the tier the, the relic three and the relic five that was what they preemptively thought would be required in order to do them we know that the theory crafters came up with methods that allowed you to do it with maybe one relic character and a bunch of gear 12s you just needed to use very specific characters in very specific orders and they needed to be at very specific speeds so there's no doubt in the back of my mind that the theory crafters are going to come up with a way to beat challenge tier three with less than the relic seven requirements that relic that tier three is going to be because it's gone up at you know three five so the next one's clearly going to be written down as a, a seven a relic seven requirement i think the theory crafters will come up with something pretty sweet that allows people to get them but the rewards oh i'm looking forward to seeing the rewards and right at the end there big subscribe from darth evil thank you very much buddy <laughs> oh, I thought that was going to do a hype train. I guess it has to be five minutes, not 10 minutes. So, um, yeah, you could start a hype train if, uh, um, if somebody other than Deadpool Kyle and Sephiranus, uh, do, uh, do something crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Don't just don't break him. Just don't break him. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, I mean, I, I can't do challenge tier two on most of the assault battles so tier three is beyond my limits at the moment there comes in with pyron alley with a big subscribe there no there, that yeah. that was uh that was uh gaming embers, oh, was gaming embers uh, throwing a, a uh, throwing a sub to pyron alley so there we have uh we have a hype train oh, that a hype is train started, started. Chew, yes. chew, effing chew. So um, for those of you that are listening on the podcast version, a hype train is where Twitch uh, Twitch viewers can support the show in a short uh, period of time that, uh, that helps. Holy uh, crap. <laughs> that helps a lot of people. Uh, um, that also gives benefits back to the community. So, um, the llama just jumped in there with 20, and the llama jumped in with 500 bits. I'm not kidding you. Shaman just gifted 20. Was it 20? No, they've gifted a total of 20. Oh, they've um, gifted a total in, of 20. Oh, wow. In the channel overall. Yeah. Well, Schnarman is the captain of the Millennium Fulcrum at the moment, so... Uh, yes, that... <laughs> we are not worthy. But, yeah, no, I'm I'm nowhere near Tier 3. Challenge Tier 3 on, on any of them. Um, so, I, I think I've done Challenge Tier 2 with the one where I could use Vader. But that was only <laughs> after Vader got so ridiculously buff. So, um... Uh, I, I can't remember the name, but throwing Vader in there makes it easy. I mean, you can do challenge tier two on auto with, with a relic Vader. That's how easy it is to do. So it'd be interesting when that one comes back around. Um, 
to see just how easy it is to get challenge tier three with the uh, with the with the new Vader buff. Yeah, so I can't. I that. cannot beat challenge tier uh, two. I think I've only beaten one challenge tier two out of all the assault battles. Themselves. Yeah, no, that, that's, I'm in exactly the same boat. And like I said, it's it's the it's the challenge tier two where you can use. Um, I think it's Empire or Droids. Yep. It's the Empire or Droid. Yeah, the, the, the Endor Escalation. Yes, Endor Escalation. Yeah, and, and that's only because I have a Relic Vader now. So that's why it was so easy, to, uh, you know, so easy to do it. And, and and on auto as well. So I'm wondering if using the whole Vader thing, um, using the Vader along with um, along with the whole B1 Magna Guard trick is going to work for challenge tier three yeah well i mean we'll, we'll find out because there's no doubt in my mind the theory crafters will get that it's it's a nice thing to get stuck into for theory crafters so it's going to be an interesting one that that's for sure yeah and okay. then on top on top of that we also got and we're, we're gonna have to touch on it quickly because we're coming up on a break because uh we have to get to uh deadpool kyle here in a moment by the way thank you lama for the 500 bits thank you cascade for the 50 bits two minutes and 30 seconds remain on this uh, level two hype train so far and llama with another 500 bits just now um we also got the introduction of the rebel y-wing um being put on the hollow tables on a mm -hmm. uh, on a hard note and oh yeah this was, is great it was put on the uh on the grief cargo node yeah this they've created an absolutely cracking node that is a brilliant node that is a really really solid node so you've got two different types of shards you got ship ship shards to get character shards to get and there's a there's a there's a tidy piece of gear that's needed on there as well nice nice bit of purple gear um so yeah it has to be <coughs> has to be um definitely one of the uh, one of the best it's i would definitely put it on par with the um the django fett um hound's tooth farming node obviously most people that haven't got the hyperdrive bundle are going to be able to uh, um, farm the uh, the, the Django Fett uh, Hound's Tooth Shard a lot earlier than the Grief Cargo Y-Wing Shard because that's going to be um, Fleet 4. Uh, so w without the aid of the Hyperdrive Bundle unlocking that node for you straight away, you're and if you're just playing it free-to-play as a collector and you don't get the Hyperdrive Bundle, it's going to be quite some time until you've got a fleet sufficiently good enough to reach that node. But anybody buying the Hyperdrive Bundle, they're going to be, be able to access that straight away. And we know how good the Y-Wing is in a mill fleet. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, thank you, JJ Manners, for gifting the subs, um, uh, gifting a sub there. Uh, 40 seconds from the sound of my voice uh, to get this. Uh, about 30 seconds if you guys want to try to get it to level three. Chew, um, and chew. <laughs> now, um, Flair says that uh, Fleet is not simmable right away from the hyperdrive bundle. Oops. So, interesting. I don't... Um, I thought so I, the, uh, the, the the hyperdrive bundle advertises itself as unlocking all farmable note all the farmable notes, with the exception of the um, slicing material. It doesn't. I thought it was. I thought it was just the slicing material. Um, 
that it didn't unlock the hyperdrive bundle. So, uh, I, hey, if I'm wrong, I stand corrected. Uh, I just thought that it unlocked every single node except for that um, slicing material one. Well, guess what I got here? I got my blue stacks open. I'm going to go look at this. Uh... Nope, it's only light, dark, and cantina battle stages one through eight. One through and eight, mob yeah. battle stages one through eight. Mm -hmm. So ships is not farmable oh so i mean so Pete, yeah Pete, yeah so it's it's i mean that you you're still as soon as you unlock the as, as soon as you unlock the node to farm django you're, you're gonna do that first straight away because that is a node that has to be farmed to completion um but as soon as you unlock that grief cargo why wait it, it, it's got to be farmed. it's got to be one of the one of the top of the shop ones it's got to be um because you're getting a ship a, a, a crewless ship and you're getting grief cargo and we know that grief cargo is good with bounty hunters and bounty hunters are needed to get your uh, credits yeah so, so yeah definitely definitely a good farm i'm i'm going to be farming that i mean uh, I'm, I'm currently finishing off uh, Shakti on um, on all my accounts at the moment so i i'm going to be farming for that straight away without a doubt all right well um was there anything else that we forgot to cover let me just look at the uh rebel y-wing gac feet nope looks like we're good so yeah, we covered it all we're gonna close the book on uh on the monologue segments and when we return we sit down with uh deadpool kyle from the wednesday crew and from the gac chain gang reserves right here on the escape pod cast the Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hey there, Escape Podawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the Escape Pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net! Are you a member of Team Paul or Team Neil? Maybe you prefer story time with the llama or dabble in the buttery side of the force with Biscuit Weasel. Or maybe you like the escape pod talents from down under like Heinze and Scotty. No matter who you support, you can get one of my designs from the Escape Podcast merch store. Just go to escapepodcastaways.com, click on the merch link, and it will take you to the Tee Public site where you can support me, Mrs. Anthony, also known as Critty K. Also be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcasts Discord server weekly to vote for my latest shirts in the Design Derby on Woot. Links for both of these are down below. Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod cast. Heinze from the ANZGC is officially a member of the Escape Pod Castaways. Make sure you go and search for Heinze on YouTube today because he live streams a lot of his GAC content and not only does he do that, he also does some pretty fun videos from time to time including a behind the screen and also streaming Jedi Fallen Order. Ah, and from time to time, this idiot might drop by. Head on over and check out Heinze Today on YouTube, a part of the Escape Pod Castaways Network. Back to school. Is 
Escape Pod, cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello, Escape Podalons, and welcome back to Storytime with the Llama in the Escape Pod cast for kids. This week on Faction Facts, we've got a little unfinished business to take care of. Now, if you remember all the way back to episode six, we covered the Imperial Troopers. And I think it's high time we finish out the Empire Faction. Now, there are 10 characters left in this faction. Imperial Super Commando is available on Cantina Node 2C. Gar Saxon is available on Cantina Node 2E. Director Krennic is available on Lightside Hard Node 9D. The Imperial Probe Droid is available from Darkside Hoth TB Imperial Retaliation when you beat the Phase 3 special mission. Royal Guard is available on Lightside Hard Node 1D and Darkside Hard Node 5F. TIE Fighter Pilot is available on Cantina Node 4B. Grand Moff Tarkin is available in the Squad Arena Store. Grand Admiral Thrawn is available from his legendary event, The Artist of War, with five seven-star Phoenix characters. Darth Vader is available as your achievement reward. And last but certainly not least, Papa Palp, Emperor Palpatine, is available in his legendary event, Emperor's Demise, with five seven-star rebels. Now, the remaining characters in this faction have five leaders among them. Let's run through them real quick. Emperor Palpatine's leadership ability, Emperor of the Galactic Republic, grants Empire and Sith allies plus 35% potency and 35% max health. Jedi and Rebel enemies have minus 35% potency and minus 35% evasion. When an Empire ally inflicts a debuff during their turn, they gain plus 20% turn meter. Now, when a Sith ally inflicts a debuff, they recover 20% health. When a debuff on an enemy expires, Empire and Sith allies gain plus 5% turn meter. Now, Darth Vader's leadership ability, Inspiring Through Fear, grants Empire and Sith allies plus 30% offense, and they have a 50% chance to remove 20% turn meter when they damage an enemy, and this turn meter reduction can't be resisted. While Darth Vader is alive, enemies immediately regain damage over time for two turns whenever damage over time expires on them. Grand Admiral Thrawn's leadership, Legendary Strategist, grants Empire allies plus 15% max protection, 25% offense, and they gain 20% turn meter whenever they resist a detrimental effect or suffer a debuff. When an Empire ally gains or loses a status effect, they also recover 2% protection. Under Grand Admiral Thrawn's leadership, Empire allies actually gain a new special ability, Maneuver, which dispels all debuffs on them and they gain 50% turn meter. Now there's a three turn cooldown on that. Grand Moff Tarkin's leadership ability, Tighten the Grip, grants Empire allies plus 30 speed. It also inflicts defense down and expose for two turns on enemies that fall below 100% health during any Empire allies turn, and that can't be resisted. Now last is Director Krennic. His leadership ability, Director of Advanced Weapons Research, go figure Krennic would have a leadership ability that long. But anyway, 
his leadership grants Empire allies 20% critical chance and 25% potency. All debuffed enemies who are critically hit during an Empire ally's turn suffer ability block for one turn, and that can't be resisted. Also, Empire allies recover 10% protection whenever they score a critical hit. Now, your three most popular leadership abilities are going to be Emperor Palpatine, Darth Vader, and Grand Admiral Thrawn. Tarkin and Krennic do have some uses, but you're not going to use them nearly as much as the other three. Now, uses for the Empire faction. In Territory Wars and in Grain Arena, you're really going to want to use them for offense because they are counters for a lot of teams. You'll also use them in the Dark Side Hoth Territory Battle, Imperial Retaliation. In Phases 2, 5, and 6, you need them for a combat mission, and you'll also need them for the Phase 1 Special Mission. They are hard counters to a solo nest, Ewoks, Talzin, or Asajj-led Sisters, Old Republic, Phoenix, CLS Rebels, a Darth Revan Sith Empire without Malak. They are soft counters, however, to that team with Malak. So they can be used against Sith Empire whether or not your opponent has Malak. They're just a little bit more effective if they don't have Malak. They're also soft counters for a Bosk or Jango-led bounty hunters team, Shakti clones, Padme Galactic Republic, Geonosians, Revan-led Jedi, Rogue One, General Grievous droids, or Newt Separatist. Now they can be countered by Bastilla-led Jedi, JTR Resistance, Rex clones, and Imperial troopers can have some success, but it, you really have to pay attention to mods and how much stronger the other team is than yours. Now we are rapidly approaching the finish line of faction facts, but if there's a faction that I haven't covered yet that you want to hear, drop me a comment down below or send me a message on our Discord server. That's all for me. Tune in next week for more story time with the Llama and the Escape Pod cast for kids. This is Micaeus, and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PvP plans and lots, lots more. Contact Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. Hey guys, I'm Biscuit Weasel, and I host Biscuits and Star Wars on my Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash biscuitweasel. That's weasel with a Z. There we do a great series called GAC Hospital. I spend an entire week with one player for one-on-one -on -one GAC coaching. We triage your roster, talk mod and team recommendations, and defense and attack strategies. If you want to apply, I invite you to tag me on the Escape Pod cast server so we can connect. Remember, that's twitch.tv slash biscuitweasel. Weasel with a Z. Receiving incoming transmission.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This week's incoming transmission, the person needs no introduction whatsoever. But we're going to give him one anyway, aren't we, Paul? That is true. That is true. And, but it's not going to come from me because I'm terrible at introductions. So over to my Hetero Life partner, introduce our most awesome of guests this week. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, as he fiddles with his lights in back of him and shocks everybody in the house. There we go. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this man is... Um, has been a very good friend and a supporter of this show from the very, very, very beginning. Um, he is, uh, he is, he's a great mind when it comes to GAC, even though he may, uh, he may falter at it. He, he usually will try not to steer you wrong, but I would be amiss if I didn't also mention the people that surround him. <laughs> as in uh, Dagger, as in Brain Kill, some of the best minds in Territory Wars and in, in Grand Arena Championship that, uh, that I am very, very honored to be able to call friends. Even though sometimes we may not always get along, I do recognize the brain <laughs> behind the fingers. Nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, from the Wednesday crew and from the GAC uh, Chain Gang Reserve Squad, I present to you Deadpool Kyle 28. Not to be confused, and don't worry, you don't have to know Deadpool Kyle's 1 through 27 in order to... Uh, they don't, they don't count. And Deadpool Kyle 28. Welcome to the show, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I've been supporting since uh before you were you were even part of it, Nev. You're you were still doing story time. No, even before you were doing story time. Before you, dude, you were the first person to hear <laughs> the the uh intro for the show back when it was Scotty and I. Yep. God, that was that was late 2018. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't come. Going on I didn't, two I didn't, years. I didn't, yeah, I didn't get involved in the show until episode 11. I didn't come in to do story time until episode 11, I think. It was either 10 or 11. Yep. It was 11. Or 10. It, I'm, it, it, it's 10 or 11. It was one of those two. So, yeah. I didn't start doing story time until early double digits. So, um, Kyle, what, what, how has it been filling in on the GAC chain gang? <clears throat> Uh, as of lately, I haven't been able to, but it's been super fun. Uh, I've been trying to secure the spot at 1030 right before uh, Yeti, um, but sometimes Bringer of Death gets that spot. But for the most part, I, I've, I've been enjoying it, and it's, uh, it's definitely a um, interesting perspective. Yeah, you're top of that reserve list, aren't you, mate? Uh, I mean, I guess. I don't know. I think, to be honest with you, I think you've guested more chain gangs than anything, than any other person. 
Apart from except, apart from except apart from me. Muggins next to me, <laughs> apart from Muggins <laughs> next to me. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, <clears throat> started guesting. What was it? Three months ago, and and you've shown up um, at least once every, uh, at least a, a handful of times every single month. Well, most of the time, every week, I sh- usually streams for the chain gang twice, uh, twice in one week in the, the GAC week. And, uh, cause you have your other, you have the other show to also do part of, um, I have that. And, um, I have D and D on Wednesdays. So I usually do, uh, record my GACs on Thursday morning when I'm still laying in bed. Um, but we don't, we don't, that's usually the round I lose. So you you don't want to talk about those. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I usually win the shame championship uh, match. You know, I I lose the first two and then I absolutely decimate my opponent in the last week. Well, I actually had a uh, last month. I had a great last week. I absolutely clobbered my opponents. Um, That was fun. And I, so I didn't realize this. I thought I went eight and four last last month. I apparently went seven and five, and you can still make Kyber. And you heard it here first, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can. <laughs> uh, by the way, um, I do want to recognize somebody, and I apologize that that I uh, didn't realize this earlier. Um, Archimedes Gamers, uh, Archimedes Gamer. Uh, thank you for being our 450th follower. Oh, congratulations. We, uh, we are now sitting at 452. A thank you to Sklar4 and also for Northern Border. Thank you guys for following. Uh, uh, we are now sitting at uh, 452. So I know those guys. Just want to give a quick shout out to uh, my guild, Rise of the Fallen. Um, I recently just went to a more casual guild. I went from a 315 mil guild or yeah, 315 mil guild to uh, 315 or 250 mil guild. Um, it, it's nicer like, down here. We don't, we aren't exactly. as <laughs> it, it's It's nice to just kind of territory, ter- territory wars are a lot better. Yeah. And, oh, and yeah. For the, for the llama, because she asked, <clears throat> Oh yes, she, the story time with the llama shirt. Thank you for. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, those the, the T, TWs and <clears throat> TWs in those mid two hundred mil guilds is so much more chilled out. Um, it is so much more chilled out. I mean, the, the, there's still a serious element when it comes to. <clears throat> Uh, Dark Souls GOTB because you know you, you have to be at least a, li- a little bit serious to get the maximum amount of stars but yeah it is it is really really nice just being chilled out on TW because you know you're still going to get a bunch of decent you know you're going to lose and you know you're still going to get a decent bunch of uh, rewards and yeah. uh, Zetas and Crystals you know it, it's one less yeah, you can chill out at and get 250, two. you're not sacrificing too many, uh, too many of the TB rewards. Yeah. The difference between obviously, you know, you have 60 mil difference, but it's 30 stars versus 31, which isn't huge. And I think we got 17 stars last week. I think it was so that's not bad. Seventeen versus twenty-one. That's a little bit bigger, but I, I, 
It's a marathon sprint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't say GOTB sucks anyways. Two stuff are definitely a marathon. Um, now, I'm going to let you know, and as you probably found out, there are still some whales and krakens down here in the 250, 260 range. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about, you know, not seeing all the new toys at the battlefield. Yeah. Um, you know, you just see a little less of them. <laughs> yeah, a little less of them. I admittedly kind of went crazy because of uh, Chupio. Did yeah, you no, go full? Did you? I did. Oh, yeah. He whaled hey, off. You know what? I'm not even going to knock you for that because, honestly, if I wasn't strict on not giving CG money, I would have whaled on QPO. <laughs> so the reason I did, and it's because of TB. They're advertising it as a territory battle. Um, um, they're... they're Use your They're words. using it as a territory battle kind of kind of character. So I, I had to actually allow that to be said in chat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love I I I'm, I like his uh, his uh, nickname for uh, yeah Rufio. yeah Dagger calls him broke back uh, You know I, I think it's funny. I I, do I, think I, I still like Pew Pew. I still like Pew Pew. I don't call him Pew Pew, but that doesn't mean I don't like the nicknames. Just it's never going to stick. It's Chupio. It's the most commonly used one. I liked Three Pack. Three Pack was nice, or Ch you know, Chupac. Yeah. Three Pack and Chupaca, they were all right, but uh, yeah, you you weld hard on that character, and I, I haven't even started I, honestly, gearing him up like yet. Like I said, I don't blame you at all. He's he's a great character, and uh, the fact that he shares uh, what is it, forty percent of the leader's abilities. That's if you have an R seven CLS like someone in the chat, uh, that's that's a big that's a that's a whole lot of stats. Oh hell yeah, absolutely. Now so the rebels are being made great again. <laughs> now, now tell me, uh, Kyle. You know you've uh, um, you always happen to find even when you hit a wall in GAC, you always seem to weasel your way into a full clear. <laughs> where where are you pulling some of these strategies from um so there when it was before it was gac when it was just ga um i literally only lost one battle and that was against a, a guildmate when i was back in uh good as dumps that was the only battle I lost. And my roster is, let me tell you, uh, a lot different now. Um, I've been playing the game since launch. Uh, I like to think uh, I have a good grasp on the game. Um, I also got to say that sometimes, not all the times, because he's not always on voice chat, but uh, Dagger does help me out a lot. Uh, I bounce. I like to bounce ideas off of him, and uh, even through guy sometimes. So it's 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 not just me, but 
uh, it's it's a, cu- a culmination of friends. And all these friends are part of the Wednesday crew, aren't they? Absolutely. So how many people are currently in the Wednesday crew? Why don't you let everybody know? So here, let me let me get my fingers ready. Uh, we've got Apropos Woolen, who's been on this, uh, the podcast. Dagger, Fru Guy, Brain Kill, I feel like I'm missing a piece of lumber. Oh, that's right. Chicken. Uh, chicken gaming. Um, though that's uh, the, the core group. Us six kind of like, obviously me, Dagger and Fru guy were the originals. Um, and then we slowly added brain kill and chicken and apropos. Wasn't Yeti in there at the beginning? Uh, no, I actually never met Yeti until I was on the GAC uh, chain game. Oh, right. But, and uh, uh, just let everybody know, what is the usual topic of discussion on your Wednesday nights? Well, because you also you don't just do you don't 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 just do swagger. You also talk sports, sports ball but, stuff. Yeah, when we were actually doing the Wednesday night streams, we were doing uh, we talk like I tried to make clever um, descriptions, and we'd bring up <laughs> sports, we'd bring up uh, Marvel Strike Force. Uh, we talk Swaga. We talk. I mean, any basically popular news thing. I, I, I and I, I try. Like I said, I tried to tie every like what's going on outside of Swaga into Swaga. Like mm-hmm. there was one week. Um, oh, excuse me. Uh, I said. I believe it was when uh, Darkside GOTB came out. Um, the first, the first week we did G- Darkside GOTB, um, I labeled it as Hollywood do- isn't original anymore; it's all reruns. So, and I was able to tie that into you know Swaga because all they did is, hey, we've got Hawkeye. <laughs> well, it was. <laughs> Now I'm, I'm going to point out. I'm going to point out they they did it different in phases. Yes, I know. Originally, yeah. it was because of you know wanting to keep it at uh, six over six days, but it was different uh, different combatants. So, you know, it's interesting. I yeah. I found and also with the release of the Ackley battle and the Watt battle, <clears throat> I will say though, well screw the Reek battle that that the Reek that battle thing. the Reek yeah, screw battle. no 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 screw that thing it doesn't exist, um, <laughs> but uh, the the Ackley mission is actually really fun once yeah. you uh, once you understand the mechanics behind it and I guess relic bugs help too. <laughs> they they really do. they really do now hashtag no no regrets on the malevolence <laughs> so we have we've been we talked about uh the wednesday crew and i kind of i i i kind of watched a uh, a video last night um that 
there was an epiphany had by uh, by a mutual uh, colleague of ours, Brainkill, where he wanted to do a fantasy uh, a fantasy GAC. Yep, and um, and he so he came up with this whole do, uh, this whole um, scoring system and things like that. And you guys just did your draft last night with Apropos, I saw. So that <laughs> that was actually I think it was Sunday night. Was actually, it Sunday night? Yeah, um so I'm because it just I've got actually posted. been really busy. It just got posted. Yeah, I oh like I haven't turned my computer on in like four days. Um I turned it on last night because I had pushed it off for so long. Um, I've been really busy this week. Like, uh, I barely said defenses <laughs> the first round of GAC. Um, I almost forgot to sign up for Territory Wars. Um, I almost missed out on the last phase of GOTV. Um, I've, I'm going through between work and, uh, stuff going on at the house. Uh, it's, I, I've been just really busy. Uh, haven't had much time. That's actually why I'm not streaming on the GAC chain games this week. It's because I got so much going on. Gotcha. Well, I, I, I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to bring attention to this uh, GAC draft and, and fantasy uh, GAC that you guys are doing. Um, and, and I wanted to, you know, encourage people to go check out uh, the Wednesday crew uh, YouTube channel for that draft um, and, and for uh, and, you know, encourage you guys to continue that uh, as far as you could take it, because it, it really, truly is it's a great idea. I had similar, I had similar ideas. Brain kill took the ball and he's run with it. And honestly, I'm, I'm excited for that. Sports, yeah, fantasy sports ball for GAC, basically. Exactly. It's he's, I, I'm going to in no way take uh, any credit goes to brain kill. He came up with the idea. He came up with the scoring. I helped uh, give some witty like names for like uh, feats, if you will. Um, but he's, uh, he's absolutely just taking the ball on it. Um, I'm basically just a third party production uh, team. Helping production team, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's okay. I'm a production team for GA Center. Paul's, Paul's production <laughs> team for GA Center. The bigger oh, yeah. your production team, trust me, the bigger your production team, the easier it is to get all the bits and pieces done. I mean, yep. production. you've got the production team for our shows, um, six people deep. Um so um yeah uh, the, the more people you've got on your production team the the easier it is and the more streamlined it gets simple as that mate so um make sure everybody um make sure everybody on the uh, uh on the twc is uh is is you know 
getting their part you know doing their doing their bit the more the, the more you kind of the more the brain kill kind of disseminates out and, and delegates <laughs> to yeah. the rest of the crew the easier it's going to be for you to put the show out definitely so yeah. so tell me tell me this dpk because we, we gotta we gotta quickly wrap up here so we can uh, get to the fourth segment and try to have a two-hour show but i wanted to get your thoughts on mon mothma wait there mon mothma's coming to the game <laughs> Yeah, like you didn't know. Um, so, I found out yesterday. So did I. But I'm loving it. Um, so what are your thoughts? I haven't actually read the kit. Okay. That is... Uh, and I was doing um, stuff over here um, when you guys were talking about it. I heard something about a summon... She's got a summons. Demoted, she's, or, uh, promoted. Rather. She's got a summons um, of someone she can promote. And a, she's got a she's got a um, a revive, and she's got a health equalizing, and she calls. You can't target her, and you can't target her. So she's got five, you know, really really good points there. The summon element, the revive element, the equalizing health and protection. Uh, well, sorry, health. I might just be health element. The not targeting element, and the calling attackers to assist. Uh, um, every single Wait. time, and if her if, if if damage doesn't get done, the damage gets increased on the people assisting. So uh, yeah, lots so, of positives. So hold on, I, there's I obviously because we haven't seen it in in play yet. I'm curious if because she can't be targeted, and it says it says she flees when there's no more. Yeah, if there's no more rebels on the table, then she yeah, then she flees. So uh, a bit like if um, if the if if the uh, if the um, if the GBA if the Game Boy Advanced is gone, um, the brute will um, uh, the brute will uh, disappear. So it's not it's not that though. It's a slight reversal of that. If so the person I'm she summons, curious, and I'm her. curious if if they have this coded right. If when um if they have uh, Mon Mothma coded for a combatant or not? Because if not, when uh, it's just her and him on the field, they might. You might lose the battle. No, she, she, you would so the, still the, consider the rebel cons pathfinder, or the, not rebel pathfinder, the, the rebel fighter, the, the summon. Yeah, yeah. So the, that the summon I counts as a character, right? But it says when there are no allied combatants. Yeah, if there's, if it's just, so if, um, if if every if the four get if taken just out, her and the summon, then they both disappear. What happens? They both disappear. That's, has that been I, I don't think about this fear. We'll we'll find out. So so that that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's the thing. That's what I was referring to. Like that might cause an issue, but so she's uh, so she basically she does what um what is it uh Co does the rally or is that Finn? That's Finn. Finn, whatever. Yeah. 
same thing. Yeah. She she does rally and all that. Well, um, so we are running up against it. How do people find you, uh, Kyle? Uh, you guys can find me on YouTube at Deadpool Kyle. You can find me on Twitch at Deadpool Kyle 328. You can also find me on YouTube uh, under P, uh, the Wednesday Crew. Um, or you can find me on uh, Discord at uh, Deadpool Kyle 2896 All right. Any parting words for uh, any parting words before we uh, uh, throw to commercial, Kyle? Yeah. Just remember, you can go seven and five and still make Kyber. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for me. I, I go four and eight. Neil, let's get to commercial. Kyle, thanks for coming on. We'll see you next time. We'll be in contact really, really soon. Absolutely. And stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Escape Podcast Patreon's choice after these messages. The Escape Podcast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. This is Micaeus, and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PvP plans and lots, lots more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127, that's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S, number 0127, or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem, and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah! For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Ooh. Track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content and also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. And now time for something completely shameless. Noob. Con artists. Noob. Liars. Noobie. Poachers. There you are. Wait. What's wrong? Again, noob. Greetings, Hellenix. It's my guild. Again. My guildies are being poached from... Our guild. 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 Oh boy, here we go. Again. I just don't understand what the GRDS allows guilds to do. This sh... What? Huh. 
Do what shit? This coaching. Wait, hang on. What do you mean the GRDS is allowing guilds to do this? You guys see what we did there? <laughs> yep. Not only did we mirror last month's episode, but we also added some GRDS promotion. So shameless. Much promotion. <laughs> Lulz. Um, wait. We gotta get on with this, huh? Oh, okay. R right. <clears throat> So, you don't understand why the GRDS allows guilds to do what exactly? Poaching of other guilds' members. Some pathetic guild comes out of nowhere and takes a big group of our members, and we're left scrambling to fill the empty slots. Hellenix. And that's not fair. Oh, newbie. It's most likely not poaching, bud. Here we go. It's not. Explain. Here's a short PSA that can help you understand. This PSA is brought to you by Alenix. Hashtag shameless self-promotion. And the Swuggo Guild Recruitment Discord Server. Swuggo's largest and most popular Discord server devoted to finding players a new guild and guilds new players. Discord can suck it, Ralph. Poaching in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. What is it? Why is it happening? And who stands to benefit? In this Swuggo PSA, we will explore member poaching and the many myths that surround it. Swuggo guilds are groups of up to 50 players who coordinate their efforts to defeat various types of guild events, including raids, territory battles, and territory wars. Most times, guilds which have fewer than 50 members join various resources on the internet, including the official Swuggo forum, Reddit, and multiple Discord servers, to post advertisements, hoping to entice players looking for a new guild to join theirs. This can sometimes create a situation where a group of players, usually friends, join a guild as a group, as opposed to a single player joining said guild individually. Many players in the Swuggo gaming community erroneously call this poaching. They also tend to claim this is done intentionally, and that it's meant to provide the offending guild with an unfair recruitment advantage. In effect, these claims state that guilds who have multiple new members joining their guild all at once are doing so underhandedly, and thus poaching the more honorable Swuggo guilds who would never do this. Likely this is not the case. Most of the time, the guilds being accused of poaching have perfectly legitimate reasons explaining why a group of new members join their guild as opposed to a lone individual joining. Perhaps the members of the group who left your guild are all friends and want to stay together as a group. Many Swogo gamers have developed deep friendships with their guildies and don't want to part ways. Or maybe some people in this group have friends already in the guild accused of poaching. People do sometimes have friends outside their existing guild and they want to get all those folks together when playing Swogo. Lastly, what if the guild is simply a better fit for their collective playstyle? If a guild's members aren't feeling like they fit well within their guild, they may simply leave for somewhere they feel is a better fit. These are just some of the possibilities that could easily explain why a group of players may have left your guild and joined another all at once. 
So before you accuse a guild of intentionally poaching your members, consider this. Can there be any other reason besides poaching that could explain why a small group of your members left your guild and joined theirs? I am certain that if you think about it for more than a few seconds, you will determine that, yes indeed, there may just be. This has been Hellenics. Hashtag shameless self-promotion. For the Hellenics Swago YouTube channel and the GRDS. So, uh, seriously, when are these... Uh, PSA is going to actually start getting people to subscribe to my channel. I know it's not guaranteed, man, but come on. Can't we do something to boost my numbers a little bit more quickly? What do you mean, go kick rocks? So, do you see now, newbie? Your guild probably wasn't poached. And even if it was, the GRDS wouldn't have facilitated this. We have strict anti-poaching rules, and we do enforce them. That doesn't explain anything! Once again! Look, I know you're upset, newbie, but you can't run off and accuse guilds of poaching your members every time a group of people... But, 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 but I have... Of our guild being poached. Okay, what you got? I have a direct message from Discord from a guy who joined our guild server and then said our guild leader was quitting and we should get out while the getting out was good. Oh. And according to your PSA on poaching channel on the GRDS, that is a textbook example of poaching. Oh. So I may just go to your general chat channel and rant about it. Okay, uh, yeah, that's definitely poaching. However, a public rant is not the way to handle this. Instead, send me screenshots proving what you allege privately. We don't believe in vitriol, baseless accusations, nor mob rule at the GRDS, nor do we believe in cancel culture. Instead, we try to be fair and reasonable. Unless the proof you provide is blatant, we won't just ban the accused necessarily, and we won't publicly shame them. Instead, we may even set up a private group chat to discuss this with all parties involved. Anyone accused has the right to face their accusers, and people are innocent until proven guilty. Besides, if we all talk this out, both your guild and the alleged poachers may all come out of this situation better and stronger than you all went in. So if you have your proofs ready, send them to my inbox, and we'll go from there, okay? I will do so immediately! And welcome back to the fourth and final segment of the show, ladies and gentlemen. It is Patreon's Choice, where our Patreons only get to throw a bunch of questions at us and possibly make us feel very, very uncomfortable. But we have nice Patreons, so we always have nice questions. Um, but we also have uh, a very, very important thing to do. Yeah. Um, obviously, during our quest for 1,000 subs, we uh, uh, we had lots and lots of giveaways and lots and lots of draws. And today is time for another one. So, Paul, why don't you let everybody know what this one is for and who donated? Well, we are um, <clears throat> we are drawing for the $50 Zeta and Gear 13 
um, that Deadpool Kyle, who was just our guest just a moment ago, um, will have to do. Now, the first person that I spin, essentially what's going to happen here, the first person that I spin will get the $50 U.S. gift card from Deadpool Kyle no matter what. That is what they get. Now, I am showing everybody that I have everybody who entered on a wheel right here, and I am going to spin this wheel. The name right over here is Schnarman. Schnarman, congratulations. You have won yourself the $50 gift card from, um, from uh, DPK. So congratulations, Schnarman. Now, let me go back and look to see what Schnarman wants Deadpool Kyle to do. Deadpool Kyle, you must gear 13, Coruscant Underworld Police. Come, 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 come. So, you've got that, and uh, Kyle, do you have Grandmaster's Guidance as a Zeta? Do you already have Grandmaster's Guidance as your Zeta? Let us know in chat while I go to the first one. The first Patreon-only question is, do you agree with the fan theory that Qui-Gon Jinn was the most important Jedi of the entire cinematic film franchise? No. Who would be your... Uh, who, who, who are you saying is the most important Jedi? Of the cinematic... Of the cinematic. Luke Skywalker. But Qui-Gon found Anakin. And Dooku found Qui-Gon. So if you infinitely regress it, then you just keep you're just gonna keep going all the way back until, you know, the Knights of the Old Republic. All right. Uh, we, still I'm, waiting to find out if Deadpool Kyle has the lead Zeta on uh, um, on that. <laughs> and Deadpool Kyle wants to donate a kidney instead. <laughs> he does not have the lead Zeta on GMY. So, uh, um, gear 13ing the cup and also uh, lead Zetaing GMY. Um, most important Jedi in the entire uh, cinematic film franchise. I think it's Obi. Obi Wan is the Brit is the gap bridges the gap between the two. That's my opinion. Okay, okay. Uh, in celebration of Ghostbusters coming to Lego Legacy, Zaz, Zazzle Razzle is, uh, or Razzle Zazzle asked this. In celebration of Ghostbusters coming to Lego Legacy Heroes Unboxed, which you can catch um, podcast episodes of um, on our YouTube channel, who would win in a fight between Mr. Stay Puff from Film 1 and the Statue of Liberty from Film 2? Statue of Liberty. Hands down. <laughs> How do you say the Statue of Liberty? She's made of metal. And the Marshmallow Man, Stay Puft, is made of marshmallow. Yes, but the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man could envelop, was much taller than the Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty it, just hit him with, with, her, with her 
torch and it took the in it and what no it yeah. took the ooze in order to in order to get the statue of liberty to move yeah so she's still moving it doesn't matter she would still kick his ass all right uh if you could be any sith lord canon or extended universe who would you be exarkin exarkin Palpatine. Ah. Oh, go, for, go, go, go for the easy one. Oh, come on. If I could be any, it would be Palpatine. Okay. <laughs> Deal, right. Dealing with all those politicians and those bureaucrats day in, day out. Nah, screw that. Exarch right. goes to a planet, enslaves it, rules with an iron fist, and after he dies, he still hangs around in non-carporeal form. <laughs> Doctor Feelgood says, "What '60s dance move is your go-to move? The twist, the swim, or the pony?" It's none of them. It's the two-step. For me, it's the Charleston. It's the two-step. One, two, kick. One, two, kick. One, kick. Kick. You know. Uh, for for me, it's the Charleston. <laughs> Charleston's right. not a sixties. Charleston's a thirties. Well, you get it still was around wrong. in the sixties. Yeah, but nobody was doing it. People were doing the jitterbug. <laughs> All right, Flair says you're in the water. You have nothing around you. When suddenly a shark bursts out from underneath the surface and starts to chase you, how are you escaping? Are you a doggy paddling, mad flailing, or something else? Uh, I'll, I'll go turn for around, the eyes. I'll turn around and punch it and punch it on its nose punch it in the nose yep punch it in the nose because <laughs> turning your back on a shark's just stupid <laughs> if you're gonna go down go down fighting you know and if, if if punching him doesn't work then just give it give it give it the bird as as it's munching down on you and, and give it the i hope i give you indigestion <laughs> yeah i hope i give you food poisoning <laughs> uh, Geek Girl, if you could only eat one food the rest of your life, what would it be? I think we've had this before. Hot Mama Bread from Rosie's in Toledo, Ohio, right on McCord Road. Best Italian joint ever. Steak. Steak. Just, I could eat steak forever. Don't even need to be hungry to eat steak. Those great big double ounce. Yeah, pff, I can just plow through them things. So easy All to right. eat a steak. What is your favorite good, bad sci-fi movie? Um, that would be Earth Girls Are Easy. <laughs> okay, I got to come up with a different one. Weird Science, does that count? No. Ah. Go Space Santa Hunter. How about the Mystery Science Theater 3000 version of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians? That's a TV episode. It's not a movie. No. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians is a movie. Oh, and right, it okay. has been shown on, I'm um, saying the version that I would watch would be the Mystery Science Theater 3000 showing of that movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, artist, uh, Geek Girl asks, artist or band that you like that people would be surprised by? Honestly, for me, I don't think anybody would be surprised by any band that I like. I have um, such no. an eclectic taste. 
Well, um, I mean, I, I suppose there's a couple of bands that people might not think that I would like. Um, Evanescence. I like the, I like, uh, you know, uh, maybe people, I don't strike people as a, a big fan of gothic rock, but Evanescence does it for me. You know, their version of gothic rock is pretty, I'm pretty happy with that. I would probably, I don't know. Would people be surprised if I uh, fly? Uh, Deadpool Kyle says fly leaf. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Do I like Allison Chains? Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Deadpool Kyle just sent me a um, a video, and he screamed no as he zated um, as he zated uh, GMY. <laughs> So I have proof that he's done GMY. The next thing is uh, is for him to gear thirteen cup. Um, but would be people be surprised if I said I like Elton John? Elton John's badass. That's not a surprise. I, I think I think so too. Elton John's badass. I, I'm still halfway through. He he is not an easy person to do parodies for. I'm still halfway through a parody of, of I'm Still Standing. It's just really really difficult. There's there's also for for me there's also um there's El I would say Elton John Mighty Mighty Boss Tones Roger Klein the Peacemakers um I if any of those surprise you there you go there's your answer okay next so. question. next question is uh, uh Razzle Zazzle says what in your opinion is the worst film based on a book. Clear and, and present if danger. Answer is not Aragon. You're wrong. Clear and present danger. Tom, uh, clear and present danger. It, it has to be for me. I, I'm a. I am a big, big Tom Clancy fan. I am a huge, huge Clancy fan. And where the for for me, where the wild things are. That was a terrible movie based on the book. Yeah. No. The, the, the movie, movie. Yeah. The movie was awful. Yeah, but the movie was awful. The book was brilliant. The book was incredible. The book's and amazing. The, the book's brilliant. The, the book is brilliant. But in, in the movie, they kill off. They don't just kill off one of the main characters. They kill off one of the main characters that is in every single book after Clear and Present Danger. And when you're trying to make a movie franchise, it's not a good idea to kill off a character that is eventually going to be the head of the FBI by the time you reach uh, by the time you reach executive orders. So when I watched that in the movie cinema, it was like, ugh. and then when they tried to reboot it with Ben Affleck, it was like. Ugh. I didn't even finish the movie. I left the cinema after 20 minutes. The movie, the movie was that bad. Run DMV asks, what is one extreme thing that you want to try? Skydiving, bungee jumping, etc. Um, I've and done it has skydiving. to be something you have not done. Yeah, I've done skydiving and bungee jumping. So, um, I would, um, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind trying some, uh, I wouldn't mind trying some, um, of that uh, hoverboarding stuff. You know, the jetpack thingy. The jet, I was going to say the jetpack in the water. The jetpack, the, the, the hover. The, yeah, I, I, I definitely have a crack at that. That sounds like it would be uh, a lot of fun because obviously if, so you, I screw, if you screw up, you're going to fall in the water and you're going to drown because the equipment's going to drag you down straight away. I wouldn't skydive. I wouldn't bungee jump, but you're close to what I would do, parasailing. 
Yeah, no, yeah, Paris Ending's a good one, that, yeah. Because yeah. you don't have to do it. There's no control. You're just giving up complete and utter control to the speedboat pulling you. So, uh, yeah. Right, that's a good All right. One. Dickie Darkside says, if you could make a Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes style game with any other IP other than Star Wars and Marvel, what would it be? Lego. Uh, no. Um... <laughs> I talked about this with Flair during his uh, one of his live streams recently, so I already have my answer for this. If you could make a Star Wars Galaxy Heroes style game with any other IP, go ahead, say, say yours. Mine's Buffy and Angel. Mine's Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel because there are a boatload of good characters and there are a boatload of bad characters. So many various big bads and demons. You've got all the good guys from Angel and from Buffy. You've got, you know, very, you've got loads of watchers. You've got loads of high school students that, 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 that jump in there with various different bits and pieces. You've got, yeah, there's just so much that they could do with a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Angel one. I think that that would be a pretty, pretty badass that. All right. Uh, Patreon Geek Girl wants to jump back for a second and ask, uh, what are your thoughts on the Jack Ryan TV show on Amazon? Um, I'm too scared to watch it. I haven't watched it. I'm too scared to watch it. I've been that disappointed in the last couple of Jack Ryan movies that I'm... I'm just too scared to watch it because uh, I, I love the book. I, I have way too much respect for the books to have it sullied by hollywood again you know that they they used to be good at doing this stuff but yeah i i think tom clancy's rolling over in his grave uh, um if i could honestly so my wife plays a star trek game that's kind of like this kind of like our game um but i'd like to see i'd like to see more I'd like to see a five-man fighter instead of just a uh, instead of a ship battling game and things like that. Unless I've never seen her play the the five-man fighter version in that game, I think that there's something. I think I would like to see Star Trek as one. Uh, Dagger asks, "Gun to your head. You need one person to answer a Star Wars trivia question, and it can't. I can't call on you, and you can't call on me." Um, I would probably, I would probably call, um, I would probably ask one of an old, uh, one of my old school friends who I've known since I was 14 years old, who was as just as big a nerd at Star Wars as me. Um, uh, a friend of mine called John, uh, and he, he knows just as much about Star Wars as me. Um, I don't think he plays the game, but oh my god yeah he he goes to he you know he does the conventions he knows all of his bits and pieces he's got his jedi robes and his lightsaber so he knows his stuff um i was probably, play the games since it can't be you i would go with run dmv i would go with our with our friend run dmv um, and final question. No more questions coming in, guys. Uh, George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, if we could call, if we could call people we don't know, yeah, probably George Lucas. Uh, fourth segment. Um, the la our last question here. What is your favorite Christmas dish, Neil? Turkey. I would say the twenty-four hour marinated steak that I have every single Christmas dinner. I buy I buy a steak Christmas Eve morning before the stores close for the day. 
marinate it for 24 hours and have it for dinner <laughs> there we go all our questions are done the show's over no night everybody <laughs> get back here get back here we have to do the full outro guys thank you so much thank you for the push to a thousand let's keep that going let's get it there i will admit publicly that yes i do have the 1500 challenge that's been there from the beginning i will do this show dressed as an ohio state sorry ohio state cheerleader if we get to 1500 <laughs> And hopefully, and, and next week you will see me without the uh, the locks. Uh, I'll have a beanie on. I'll have a beanie on so that I can do a reveal for those that don't watch the live stream. Because I will, as soon as I have an appointment booked, a date and a time booked to do it, I will go live on the YouTube channel. Um, yes. Because we can. So you can watch me have my hair taken off live. <gasps> we will make sure that. No, no, Ray Rock, we're not. Uh, um, it, it's. It's, I'm not going to do Michigan State cheerleader. I I would dread more putting on scarlet and gray. All right. <laughs> or don't because I'm not quite sure I want to see that from Deadpool, Kyle. Yeah, I don't want to see it either, but we will um, if that happens. I, I promise. Um, because that's a promise I made long ago, and I keep my promises. Neil, anything else for the, uh, for the rest of the show? No, I'm good, mate. All right, let me really quickly take a look and see who is currently streaming wonderful things for our Twitch audience. We're going to raid somebody here. Um, looks like our friend I Blackish is currently uh, currently doing marbles on stream. For those who do like marbles, we will. Uh, um, we will uh you'll be able to hang out with one of the one of the best marble streamers in my opinion that is out there um but that being said please be nice to each other protect those around you wear a mask if you can we all love you um as i said be nice to each other damn it neil let's see everybody in the after show right after you push the button no worries thanks a lot Ta-ta, everybody. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuits! Evacuate the city! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. 10, 9, 8, 6. 6? What happened to 7? Just kidding. 3, 2, 1. Have a nice day. Thank you. Friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, boo boo, sit. Good dog.